I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Preemptive Steve Urkel. Can I do that? (laughs) 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 Polite and preemptive Steve Urkel. Premeditated Steve Urkel. (laughs) May I do that? (laughs) Anybody got like a funny little thing happened to them this week to start us off with? I was, uh, you go ahead, Sean. I want to hear about your funny little thing. I don't have a funny little. Thing. You had Sorry. you had nothing. No, I did uh, bust a couple shoplifters at my store. Oh, for the I, I saved us two hundred dollars of nearly lost merchandise. What they steal? So they did one like they did one of those like two man jobs where like one of them came up, uh, bought an Aphex Twin EP, and he was real just kind of like shifty, not really communicative. And I'm like, okay, Aphex Twin fan. And he just kind of walked around the store, and his buddy was just kind of in the hip-hop section, just kind of looking around, and I really thought nothing of it. And then I noticed for a you know, split second that the guy who bought the Aphex 20P no longer had his bag, but they were still in the store walking around. It's like, oh, that's weird. And he came up, and he asked about some shoegaze band from the 90s. It was trying to distract me with it, but he was b- talking real fast and real just like, uh, and he's just like, could you tell me about Lush? It's like, I, I've never seen it before. I was like, is there anything? And I hear just, you know, I initially think, okay, Aphex Twin fan, whatever. Huh. And then I hear bag rustling over in the distance, and his buddy is over behind the hip-hop section, which in our record store, it's very, it's pretty small, but it's open enough that i can hear everything i can see and i can nearly see everything i can hear everything so i'm like okay this is fishy because this guy's trying to distract he's, me he's sean nishant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid is you know just doing something weird over there and so i was like no but i'm sorry like i can't you know they haven't pressed anything since 96 whatever and i see his buddy walk around and the bag uh that initially had one record in it is bigger than before and, mm, and I go it's bigger than before bag. Exactly. And say, so, Hey bud, can I see what's in the, your bag real quick? And he was like, uh, sure. And he pulls out, I think about eight records Ooh, that were not what, in the bag ones? before. Uh, what it get? was, that was, uh, another, I think it was three other Aphex twin albums. Oh, Jesus. Um, it was the MF Apex Doom, triplets. pretty much. <laughs> uh, it was MF dooms, operation doomsday Tyler's, uh, Scumfuck Flower Boy, and also Call Me If You Get Lost. Um, oh, this guy's taste in music. Yeah, they were, I think, no older than 18. And I, like, I've never handled this situation before. None of us have. We're not really trained to do this because we're, you know. Did you put him in handcuffs? No. <laughs> he kicked, I was just he like, kicked his ass. He was just like, <laughs> I was just, I was considering getting these and, uh, you know, and I just wanted to walk around with him. I was like, all right, cool. Well, next time you consider him, like, keep him up here. We'll watch him for you. And I was like, all right. Also, we're also five minutes before we close, so think quickly. Um, and then he pulled out Damn. a bunch of a, a wadded 20s for the Operation Doomsday. And I was like, good choice. We never really see this one. It usually goes quick, so I'm glad you got this one. And I watched them walk out of the building. Um, and, yeah, I was – I've never had to deal with shoplifters or potential shoplifters before. Um, you turned it into a purchase. I turned it in. I still got money from him, and I uh, that's grind they, set right there. They, they never yeah. come back. It was like oof. I was like, go do it at a Barnes and Noble, guys. Like not like 
<laughs> yeah, we're like a one. We're a we're you know an independently owned store. Like, why would you come in and steal nearly two hundred dollars worth of product? So at at Target, they have these uh displays of of things for like I guess like the holidays that are going on, and they have a display up at the Target uh in Alpharetta. And it says uh, celebrating Black History Month, and there's a bunch of records, and there's a Miles Davis record on there. But they put this display in the women's swimsuit section, <laughs> <laughs> which I know was just like aisle space or whatever. But for some reason, yeah. there's a display of kind of was it kind of blue? Yeah, Miles Davis one. Yeah, there's a display of kind of blue in front of the bikini. So <laughs> I was like, what a galaxy brain place to buy your records. <laughs> <laughs> It's what Miles would have wanted, I'm sure. He loved the summer. He loved yeah. the summer. <laughs> That's where he got the title of the album from. Like, Miles, what's your favorite kind of like sky? What's your favorite kind of day? And he's like, kind of blue. And that's what the album sounds like. It sounds like a warm What kind of lingerie day. do you like, Miles? <laughs> kind of blue. <laughs> kind of blue. <laughs> Michael, Miles, what's Periwinkle? It's kind of blue. <laughs> I was walking Max and, uh, some lady walked by, and it was dark. I didn't have my glasses on. I didn't see what her face looked like, and I was like, hey, what's up? How's it going? We, we, we did the how's it going nod that you did mm. you your apartment neighbors. And she goes, hey, how's it going? I looked down, and he goes, hey, Max, and walked off. And I was like, who is this lady? Goes, how does how is Max on a first-name basis with her? <laughs> I'm picturing him having little, like, daytime parties while I'm at work, bringing the neighbors over, having hors d'oeuvres, listening to Kind of Blue. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh i mean i guess that's like kind of snoopy's gig i mean sort of yeah just kind of like snoopy leading knows a all the women in the neighborhood yeah he does <laughs> joe cool that's why he walks like that <laughs> i guess i have a little story that i could tell too if we're all talking oh, that's just you were leading us you just wanted us you wanted us to tee you up no yeah. honestly you guys you guys He's had like, such good little oh, stories did you guys do like, anything fun this week well let me tell you what i did <laughs> And we both had something better than whatever Tyler's dumb story is going to be. <laughs> oh, well, just wait. So I was sitting, uh, <laughs> waiting for my meeting to start today. And we're just doing little shoot the shit talk between me and my coworkers. And my coworker goes, I was struck by lightning over the weekend. <laughs> and I like laughed, but no one else laughed. <laughs> and I go, wait, you were being serious? <sighs> she said, yeah, I got struck by lightning this weekend. And I was like, how? How are you still here? Apparently... She went out with a group of people during a lightning storm, which, one, that's your problem. That's how you, that's um, how you get it. That's how yeah. you get hit by lightning. Apparently, she said they were just walking, and all of a sudden, she felt this giant force push her back. And Ooh. I was like, come on. That's not lightning. People get struck by lightning have to go to the hospital. So she showed me this video of her friend right before lightning struck. Her friend was standing there, and they were like, what's going on with your hair? And it showed the hair standing up. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> definitely got struck by lightning. <laughs> that was she awesome. okay? <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She was complaining about a cough. And I'm like, was that from the lightning? But <laughs> She like came in, like, just bandaged her. I don't know what yes. happens when you get struck by lightning. Jeez it's Louise. Full body cast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got struck by lightning. <laughs> and then we continued on with the rest of the meeting. Like, that wasn't the most bizarre. This is the whole meeting now. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't focus on anything else. I was just <laughs> sitting there just thinking. Facing his head away from the, like, the slideshow, just mouth agape at the whole time. And his coworker just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not convinced that. that they're not dead, and that was just their ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, does anybody have any input? Yeah, so, like, what did it feel like? <laughs> did it hurt? <laughs> when you fell from heaven? <laughs> when heaven tried to strike you down? You just, like, go to the cafe and grab a metal spoon and see if it sticks to her. Yeah, I should. You guys remember that news blooper of the lady who got struck by lightning? And they're like, she just came to and is talking for the first time. And the video skips. And she's just like, it's just glitching. Yeah. All the time. And that is not what she sounded like. We will fix that. Oh, boy. Everyone, welcome to episode 234 of Radish. It's the show and tell podcast where we bring you the good stuff and only the good stuff. Every week, I am your host and curator this week, Sean, um, and I am currently watching two kittens uh, play around. It's great. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever fight. They're like a tag team. What? Would you say that like you're going to name one of your cat's tag team? Yeah. No. Anim- no. <laughs> Animal and Hawk. The road <laughs> tag warriors. teams are a great source for names. Anyways. I'm Will. Uh and I asked this weekend if I could sing Glycerin by Bush at Sean's wedding, and he gave it the f- funny react. So last week's campaign went really well, so I need everyone to reply to this episode with what, Let Will Play Bush. <laughs> get a grassroots campaign and for me to play Glycerin at Sean's wedding. Oh, please. When you please. say like play Glycerin, do you yeah. mean like with guitar and sing it? Or I haven't decided like, yet. I'm going to sing it. Okay. Oh, wow. There's going to be an instrument. It'd be very funny (laughs) if you just played guitar to the vocal track. (laughs) (laughs) Just played three chords through distortion bellow. It was a pretty song. It's beautiful. I think it'd be a great wedding song. Yeah, it's too. Is it going to be your first dance? Yeah, thank you, Tyler. Let Will play Bush. I guess that is a good way of getting around, like, the, hey, can you, like, this will get me on the dance floor, like, answer. If, like, obviously, we're not going to put that in. But, like, if, you know, I'm making a speech at the wedding, I'm going to make it Glycerine by Bush. Glycerine, please. Glycerine. <laughs> Glycerine. Yeah. The, the Latin <laughs> so, Glycerine. <laughs> he gets more angry as it goes on. <laughs> um, and I'm Tyler Eagle Eye Cherry. <laughs> In my life, where I, I I really loved that song. Oh, stay, stay night, all of them. Right? Save tonight. Save, Save tonight. tonight. That's stay good. Yeah. Night. Fight the break of dawn until tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, that and fastballs the way, and you were ready for a hot car ride in the nineties. Oh, one hundred percent. And you get hey jealousy. Oh, That's hey jealousy, right there. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I, Let's I would put in the meantime by Space Hog and like the B sides there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Loser by Beck. Mr. Oh, Jones, yeah. Mr. Jones, County Crow, Mr. Jones, County absolutely. Crows in here. Santana, get some Santana in there. Featuring Rob Zombie, not Rob Zombie. <laughs> featuring Rob Zombie of Santana. <laughs> Smooth featuring Rob Zombie of the Monsters. <laughs> oh boy! All right, this week we're talking about uh, something. I'm surprised we haven't talked about yet. I mean, I'm sure all of you listening have seen it in the news. 
but we're just now getting to it because the saga appears to be closed, but we'll see. Um, oh. After that, we're uh, talking about Tyler's new kitchen appliance. I'm introducing my new friends. I haven't seen what Will's talking about yet. And then we're getting Probably to not. our... Oh, <laughs> our main segment tonight uh, is inspired by the recent release, uh, streaming release of Shut of Shutter, the streaming app now of of <laughs> Skinamarink, um, a movie which I watched and we'll talk about soon. But I adored it, and I'm very excited for the future of horror. So we're going to be talking about that. And at the end of the episode, if you stick around, if you'd be so kind, we're going to be bringing up our most memorable nightmares and trying to uh, put them all together into a uh, radish-produced prestige horror film. Spoilers. The monster is a metaphor for trauma. Yeah. So this is an entry into the Thieves Guild that, honestly... What a saga. I saw it on the Today Show, and I knew it was big news. Yeah. Sean watches the Today Show. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the real news here. I, I, How's Hoda Cod be doing? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> without irony, I do watch Hoda, and, like the first 10 minutes of Hoda and Jenna almost every morning <laughs> before I leave I only for work. Why Kathy Lee? Oh. She, she left? left years ago. What? Yeah. She yeah. keep it's, a job between regions. It's, 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 it's uh, Hoda and Jenna now, and they're great. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Who retired her like Taco Bell retired the Verde sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you think? Bring it up. Do you think Kathy Lee leaving is like a harbinger of of doom? Because she left, and then Regis Philbin died. Well, uh, like later. a decade or like fifteen years later. I never said it was instant. God <laughs> works yeah. in mysterious ways. <laughs> God, so does Kathy Lee. I mean, Hoda Kotb <laughs> still uh, well and kicking. They were in Quebec this week. It was great. It was delightful. Uh, For what reason? Kids speak French. I don't know. <laughs> it was a quick day trip. She's still it's trying a- to find someone to say her name backwards. So she like, could I- <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I only watched the first ten minutes or so before I leave for work. So I only ever get like the the little banter at the beginning. Um, mm. But they're doing well. It's nice. It's always fun to hear Jenna talk about her upbringing or like her. It's like, oh, yeah, my grandfather. And you realize it's just former President George Bush. Um, oh, oh, what? Yeah. And no, Jenna Hager Bush is the, the co-host. That's, That's right. George I, I and Laura Bush's daughter. She's great. Ah. Honestly, you know, setting, you know, whatever misgivings I have. I like Jenna. She's nice. Mr. President, Kathy Lee's left the, the day show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can uh, all see me in about four to five years in the audience at the Hoda and Jenna show on uh, in Rockefeller Square. <laughs> we'll be sure Clapping. to. Uh, yeah. Um, in any case, I saw this uh, story a little earlier in the third hour of the Today Show where two monkeys were taken from the Z- Dallas Zoo in late January with no apparent motive or like. It was just a very strange incident following a uh, disappearance of Nova, I believe a cougar who went missing. Spotted leopard. Oh, spotted leopard. Thank you, Tyler. Uh, Clouded leopard. Clouded leopard. It's incredibly endangered. Yeah. If Uh, there was a cougar missing, they could check my place. Oh! (laughs) There was... (laughs) That'd be dangerous. Um, but like the Dallas Zoo has been going through a lot where like they had, I think some rare birds died mysteriously, the spotted, the clouded leopard disappeared, but that was then found. And then these little, uh, emperor tamarins were stolen, uh, and, uh, and you know, police couldn't find anything. There was no evidence. And eventually 
they arrested a man. They found the two monkeys in a closet in the uh, an abandoned house 15 miles away from the zoo for God knows what reason, but there's no apparent motive as to like why he stole the monkeys in particular. I mean, I guess they're they're pretty popular in the black market. They're tw- the second best kind of tamarind. So let's be real here. Have y'all ever seen a golden lion tamarind? Yeah, GLTs, GLTs are way better. Come yeah. on. And maybe the Dallas Gagan doesn't lettuce have and tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like a 24 year old dude was arrested for stealing these these little monkeys. Um, I just the Dallas Zoo was just going through it this year. It is. It it truly is. Um, you better believe I've been following this closely. Okay, um, I've been on, I've been on the beat. I was in Dallas earlier this week. I need to get to the <laughs> bottom of this. Uh, yeah, no, they had the the leopard that got out. That was because someone damaged the cage and it got out. And yeah, they had these these poor tamarins that were uh, stolen. Uh, but Sean, you said that it's seemingly over. You know what happened three days ago in oh, no. the Central Park Zoo? Oh, another vandal let out Flacco, a Eurasian owl, and now it's just flying around Central Park and they're trying to catch it. Oh, so I God. think this is a coordinated effort, and I am not behind this. Um, I like zoos. I like yeah. the you know the the good kind of zoos that you know fun conservation and yeah you know all that good stuff. Go pick Big on um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his he's got his family. It's a family run establishment. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that's what I want to see is all of the tigers at Doc Antle's place getting out. Yeah, that would be more exciting. Yeah, notice how we you know this is thieves guild adjacent, but I don't want to enter this man into a thieves guild because. If he stole these tamarinds and then just put them in a closet in a Florida Project ass house and somewhere in Dallas, <laughs> that doesn't deserve. There's no like grand scheme to this thing, as far as no. we can tell. No, he does not enter the thieves guild. I mean, I can kind of understand where he's coming from. Who who hasn't been in a position of being able, like arms reach of monkeys and thinking, ah, I should take these, and then he probably realized, two. yeah, they do have little mustaches. I get, yeah, it. exactly. Uh, he realized the little yeah he he didn't have the proper combs or anything for these mm. these these uh monkeys so he did the best that he could. Tyler, can you real quick uh, show us in your closet real quick? Just behind you. <laughs> What's in my oh um? Would you mind just full transparency showing us what's in your closet? Um, it's okay. You can I- you can play the fifth, but it is gonna look sus. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna plead the fifth on this. and not because monkeys, but. <laughs> it's a big the owls in there. <laughs> yeah, the, owls. <laughs> the Central Park. Flacco, no. Ooh. <laughs> there it goes. Ooh. Yeah, you know, best of luck to the Dallas Zoo. Hopefully, their year gets a little easier after all this. I'm glad they found the monkeys safe and happy. And apparently, you know, Nova the Cloud of Leopards okay too. And apart from, I guess, those little buzzards, um, everything's okay. Here's how, they, here's how they fix this. They do the same way as Barnes and Noble. At the front of the zoo, they put out a bunch of shitty animals they don't care if you steal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> here's rats. You can yeah. take as many rats as you can fit in your hands. You know how Barnes and Noble has that one display of books like in the doorway that like you can just you can just grab an armful of. Yeah. Guide to Yoga and Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> the skeleton and you. <laughs> but it's not like a but, fun skeleton it's like a yeah, science yeah. skeleton like here are some german cockroaches that are likely in your kitchen as we speak 
Mm. You can they, take they, on per- they put them past the metal detector. Just yeah. like, <laughs> get them out it's, of it's, here. It's, 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 yeah, before the ticket line. Yeah. It's it's one step below putting them on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> Free possum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This bear got angry one day and we got not been able to calm it down. All yours. <laughs> a, my, Welcome. The flamingos at the Atlanta Zoo are always just kind of out in the front. That's the first thing you see. And my dad's like, you could always take a flamingo, but no one does. <laughs> <laughs> You're just walking around. Sm- <laughs> that smell has stuck with me my entire life. It's yeah. always like the first thing. We're going to put the stinkiest birds right at the front. Welcome to the it's Dallas also, Zoo. We we put small metal pellets in all of our animals so that you can't steal them. <laughs> makes giving them MRIs really exciting. Yeah, just take to the vet. Pop! <laughs> Where an MRI means palliative care. <laughs> Jeez. You would not believe your eyes. <laughs> 17 metal BBs exploded out of a bald eagle. <laughs> oh man be very funny it, just go into an uh, insect house in some zoo and they just have a mason jar filled with fireflies and just like a little sticky note caught these last night <laughs> that's the that's the biloxi zoo <laughs> Just walk in with like a closed hands and go, do you take donations? <laughs> it's Hundreds one- of ants. <laughs> it's like in an envelope. One- <laughs> the Reddit post of like, who do I contact if I have theories? I keep calling universities and they won't listen to me. You like go to a zoo like, I've got this tick on me. You want them? <laughs> if you... If you pulled up to the zoo and like maybe sat in like the drop off lane and opened the door and let an orangutan out, it was like, go tell him you're here. <laughs> Got a little backpack. A little box. <laughs> a pork pie hat. He's got a briefcase. Would they be mad at you for the orangutan or happy that you turned him in? <laughs> Ask for him to sign a form. He's got a little lunchbox. <laughs> You'll make plenty of friends. <laughs> a little desk inside the orangutan cage. He goes and sits at. <laughs> Five o'clock comes. He gets up. Well, there's no bus, up. so you got to drive him there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you at six. <laughs> He's only got his learner's permit. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> oh uh, man <laughs> Dunstan <The> utop- and Rolls <laughs> That's the one we need that's the, that's the 90s revival we need Oh boy Do they make those kinds of movies anymore? It used to be like a funny movie Go and see on the weekend was just Dude and a monkey And that was the movie <laughs> Turner and Hooch Yeah <laughs> I don't think so. They they're either like all direct to streaming or direct to DVD. And the last like movies I've seen like that are like the Air Buddies movies. Mm. 
The closest we get is that one where Channing Tatum has to like bring a rescue dog across the country, and he's like a yeah. veteran. I think it's just called. Those aren't as funny too. as Dunstan checks in. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Damn. Why can't it be a back- veteran with an uh, orangutan who also fought in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> invasion of Fallujah? An orangutan with PTSD has to ride <laughs> passenger seat with Channing Tatum from Montana, to Florida. They served together with a third monkey who died going across the country to the funeral. They've got a small coffin with a flag on it. Get some bananas. <laughs> what was that movie called? Veteran Chimps. I was only thinking Zero Ape 30, but what was the, the Steve Carell one called? <laughs> Steve Carell was in a movie with a monkey? No, he was in the movie where like it was like the veterans going across the country, right? Oh. I don't no watch Clint Eastwood's gonna direct that. Last oh, flag flying. It was Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne, and Steve Carell. <laughs> I'm just thinking monkey business, but that's probably been used. Taps for Dunstan. <laughs> <laughs> monkey in honor. No. Monkey <laughs> of honor. No. <laughs> Uh oh boy. <laughs> We'd love to see it. We should bring the the chimps back. You know, I know we're in a post nope world, but we should bring uh the well-trained chimps back to the movie sets and have mm. them do very serious stories. Or just funny dog movies. Remember C Spot Run? Mm-hmm. C Spot One that was a good one. Just a dog who behaved poorly. Snow dogs, a bunch of dogs who behave poorly, and they pulled mm-hmm. Cuba Gooding Jr. around the snow. <laughs> <laughs> And they had Alpha dogs. That <laughs> Marley and Meat, the dog who behaved so badly. <laughs> I haven't seen Marley and Me, but I have to imagine that's what happens. Uh, that's what brings the end upon everyone. No more yeah. sad animal movies. Just movies where animals are assholes, like King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Get some well, animals sorry, on the next. We are. Yeah, no, it's okay. Get some animals on the next bullet train movie. That'd be a lot of fun. There's only one snake in the last one. Let's get more. Zoo train. Zoo train. Zoo train. Zoo train. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to go like 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 Snowpiercer through the different animal cars. There's a giraffe car where you got to fight on the roof and the heads are poking out. That's a brilliant idea. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. We're in a great mood to move on to the final segment. We're not there yet. Uh, okay. What good stuff do y'all have this week? Um... I'll go really quick. I know two episodes ago we talked about how Netflix is terrible now and it's all because of reality shows. But there's a good one. I, I promise it's good. Uh, it's it's a it's a Netflix uh, reality show called Pressure Cooker, and Netflix literally advertised it as Top Chef meets Big Brother. So I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you got and, me. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's 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 good. It's it's um it's the twist is really interesting in that. Essentially, oh, it's a, oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, spoilers. It's a, it's a giant commercial kitchen that's just lovely, and then there's dorms right next to it, and they just live there uh, for the whole competition. They do their little competing, and then they go to bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> the The way that they that they do the challenges is um, it's there's no host to the show. It's all just a single ticket printer that you would see oh. in a kitchen and every time like every now and again it'll just print a ticket and that's the challenge they have to make breakfast or some some definitely more involved than breakfast <laughs> scrambled but, um, egg <laughs> yeah uh, and then think. 
the rest of the contestants judge each other's food. There's no judges that come in until the very end when there's only a few people left and they have no one left to judge each other's food. But up until that point, it's all based on relationships inside and outside the kitchen, playing strategy, but also like judging on whether or not the food's good. And uh, it's definitely like Top Chef in that all of the chefs that come like are amazing. They're great at their craft. It's all very like high class food that just looks delicious that comes out. But uh, with a nice little added twist of, um, you know, they live there there. and and have to, yeah, have to have to deal with that. So uh, contestants are all great. Uh, A lot of a lot of great uh, characters. Um, You know, that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. Yep. So uh, check it out. I know it's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but it was certainly lovely and I enjoyed it. The Happy Circle, the new season of The Circle is, is also great, um, if if uh, anybody's watching that still. I should probably throw it on. I've been missing uh, some good reality TV uh, trash now that Drag Race has been shortened to the length of a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it 45 minutes? Like, yeah, yeah. It's still longer than most stuff. It's, it's Quibi no, Drag Race. Yeah, but like <laughs> it used to be like a pretty standard hour and a half show because there's a lot going on and there's a lot of storylines that fit in. But now it's like, here come the runways and each queen gets like eight seconds. And you're like, well, I can't do anything with this. I can't form any opinion. So it's it's mm-hmm. just MTV is uh, taking their new uh, flagship reality program and just running into the dirt. But, you know, we'll see what happens next year. It's just how it goes. I've got... My attention diverted right now because I've got two little new kitties in front of me um, who are ah! finally eating their dinner. Um, that's right. I My good stuff this week is I, uh, Peyton and I adopted two new kittens uh, who are six month old. They're bonded little brothers, we think. Maybe if not just bonded little kitties. Um, so far, we have named one of they're both uh, domestic long hairs. Uh, one's like black and white tuxedo, and the other one's a tabby. And so far, Aww. we have them named Gus and Hobie because we thought those were perfect little cat names. Um, but now, as we're learning their personalities more because they're being a little less shy, uh, we're starting to like we're you know the floor's still open. They haven't really learned their names, so we're like maybe we'll give them a different name. So I thought this week, uh, for you two specifically, don't talk to me on Twitter. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, if you have fun cat names on Twitter, go ahead, reply. That's fine. But uh, Will and Tyler, what would you name a pair of cats if you had a pair of cats? Um, mm. Diamond and Silk. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Too soon. Come on. Did they both die? One of them did. <laughs> One okay. of them did. Yep. Forgot that. I don't know. I'd go like biblical with it, maybe like oh, okay. Lazarus, <laughs> Cain and Abel. <laughs> they are two brothers. Hey, buddy. I like Gus and Hobie. They sound like newsies. It's two old yeah. timey <laughs> kids on the street <laughs> corners. Like, did you hear about this? <laughs> <laughs> we learned uh, the uh, the foster parent told me after like as we were like you know there to adopt that. They were a German family, so they only spoke to the cats in German for the like the four or five weeks that they had them. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, German name. Well, you know, German is notoriously easy to pick up, so yeah. certainly those cats are fluent in German in just yeah. five days. Yeah, so I mean, I think uh, Augustus probably 
that's why he's responding so well because you know we speak to him in German, but Hobie is not a German name, so Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe we'll name him BMW or something. Yeah, my my dog gets very timid when you yell or raise your voice. Do you think those cats are just terrified of anything in German? <laughs> are they going to think <laughs> you're like the kindest soul on earth just for? Speaking in a softer language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Here's hoping. They're both just looking at me right now from the cat tree. They don't know what to think. They're great. Look forward to updates. Um, Speaking of updates, if you updated Game Pass recently, uh, <laughs> you will find a game uh, you can download right now. And I think it's also on other, it's also on Xbox and PC, but it's on Game Pass for free. And most people have that. So um, it's called Hi-Fi Rush. It is, uh, it's super fun. It's the main selling point is that I've heard it's six hours long. And I was like, absolutely, I'm in. Uh, Six or six T? Six. Wow. Uh, It feels like a relic of the Dreamcast era today. It is like a cheesy heavily cell shaded stylized game where you do platforming and it's rhythm based. So you do these attacks with your big electric guitar to the beat of the music that the thing goes, the, the level's playing. And it's just a black, it feels like a game you pick up at like blockbuster for your PS2. Like it is absolutely the most nostalgic game that didn't exist back then. I've ever played. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the plot's pretty bare bones. You're a kid who robots are after, and you got to fight them with the power of music. Uh, the biggest surprise is that there's licensed music in this game. It's not just OST. Um, the opening scene is set to uh, Lonely Boy with the Black Keys. And I was like, oh, they got Lonely Boy for this game. And then the first boss fight is to a Nine Inch Nail song, which yeah, I yeah. was amazed by this entire you fight this big qa robot and he's like punching you and you gotta like dodge and like hit him back and it's all perfectly synced up to a million by nine inch nails and it's just a really a really cool game and i haven't finished it yet but you got game pass it's free takes like 10 gigs it's really small it runs it runs amazing like it runs on like people's laptops at 60 fps like it's it's nice and, the, and Bethesda dropped this. They shadow dropped it. There was no trailer. There was nothing. Just somebody in Bethesda at Tango Gameworks who made um, The Evil Within uh, had <laughs> this. And they were like, wow, this is great. Release it. And so they just put it out as like a surprise. And it's Game of the Year contender right now for a lot of sites. It's, it's awesome. Wow. That's, that's what I've been seeing is people being like, Game of the Year, and it's one of the shortest games I ever played, and stuff like that. I was like, damn, this must be a good-ass game. So, good to know it is. It's good. It's like, just like, it's if you played that era of, like, PS2, like, Katamari, and, and stuff like that, mm. you'll, Viva, Viva Pinata, <laughs> those kind of mm. dumb platformers, I think you'll feel right at home with this. If nice. it's, if it drops for, you know, the ports drops for Switch or PlayStation, I'm all in. I think it is on Switch, is it not? Uh, I think it's I think it's just Xbox right now. Like, oh, look. sorry, Sean. No, it's okay. I've still got Neon White to get through, so I've got my weird music, colorful, fun game to get through before I get to. Yeah, it's Xbox on one of those right now. So mm. I'm sorry, Sean, but it's okay. Seems easy to port. We'll see. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. 
Well, this week on Shudder, this past Thursday, if you're listening to this in the second week of February, uh, Shudder recently made available the indie cult, you know, favorite, uh, the horror movie that, you know, has gone viral for either being the scariest thing you've ever watched or the most boring thing you've ever watched. I'm talking about Skinamarink as written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball. Um, it is an, it's really hard to say. And I guess that's why I'm really excited to talk about it this week. It's a very atmospheric horror movie. It's the story is loose. It's, it, it takes place in 1995. There's these two children, I guess, who live in Edmonton, Alberta, who are left alone in a house by their parents or their parents are there. Um, but they start noticing that the windows and the doors of the house are rearranging and disappearing and they're stuck in the house with some sort of entity. And to give you the, you know, the quick Sean Radish review as I'm best known for, uh, this was one of the most terrifying experiences I've ever had. <laughs> it plays with your imagination so well. It's mostly comprised of like static shots of, corners of doors of hallways uh the children who are named kevin and kylie are never really seen in full you see their feet you see you know the their backs maybe their face sort of once or twice um but you know that they're there you feel a presence you feel trapped in the house with them um but it it just plays off of that sort of just like nightmare feeling of a haunted house where nothing is really clear and nothing like you don't really know what's going on. Um, and that's made especially true by the fact that the film is grainy as hell um, because it was shot at extremely low light. Um, there are also digital effects used to make the film look as if it were shot in 1995 on a camcorder in some just random house. Um, it, I, it's hard to describe. It's hard to talk about. I've seen people like tried to, I, uh, David Ehrlich of IndieWire described it as like, what if, you know, someone made the last shot of the Blair Witch Project into a feature length film and that's not so far off. Um, it's, I, I thought it was brilliant. I was terrified. I was frozen in my seat throughout. Um, if you do decide to watch it, uh, just, you're going to want to distract yourself. Don't. Try and stay as immersed and keep your mind as open as possible. Um, let your imagination run wild because that's that's the purpose of the movie to really get the full effect. There's that one guy on TikTok who was like, "This is the most boring movie. It's the most." It was like uh, watching paint dry, and I was like, "You have no imagination. Like, what? How do you like? I understand like the movie is mostly static. Picture shots, an apple, but like rotate it. It was exactly. <laughs> it was you can't. Like, what, why are you saying like it's the most like?" How do you watch? How are you known as the movie guy on TikTok? And you're like, mm, I didn't like it. Like, have a dream or a heart or an imagination, dude. Whatever. There is an element case, of having to be on board with it. Like, it's that one of those things true. where if you're not, if you're like watching Blair Witch Project, trying to pick it apart, it is a movie about people walking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. This is it this is, is a lot of hallways. This is yeah. a, lot a lot of hallways. But if you're in the mood. It's it's very scary hallway. <laughs> yeah. If you if you do what I did, I turned off all the light to my apartment. I was just like, all right, I'm all in. Let's get the full skin and experience. And I, you know, 
once it ended, I was like, okay, I'm all sweaty. I, I, you know, don't trust the dark in my own home. I need to watch vlogs about Disney cruises just to like, as a palate cleanser. Um, doesn't matter though. It's, it's a fascinating next step for horror. It somehow it taps into like the unconscious sort of nightmare part of our brain or unconscious part of our brain that produces nightmares that like really taps into a primal fear that we've carried with us since childhood. And ball is, um, this is his first feature film, but I know he's been, uh, making short horror films on his YouTube to like, I know he's been, I haven't seen any of them cause I'm frankly pretty scared to, but I know like people will submit nightmares that they've had through Reddit and he will try to interpret them through film. Um, so this is something he is known for and pretty adept at. Um, but yeah, it, if you're looking for a, a real fun, spooky time and something to like really get you, Skidmarink is absolutely worth the hype. This is based on the song? Yep. Yep. Is it? No. <laughs> Skidmarink a dick a dick, Skidmarink a do. Funny enough, uh, the title is purposely misspelled, purposefully misspelled uh, because uh Ball did not like the director did not want kids. I don't know what kids are googling. Skin of SEO, just yeah. <laughs> but he took out the second N in Skin of Rink so that kids would not mistakenly happen upon the movie or whatever like jump scare supercuts that you would find online if they were just looking for the Skin of Rinky Dinky Dink song. Yeah, if I was a kid and I saw this, I would die. I wouldn't. Be I, this would, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep at all. This, yeah, this would I'll be like, oh god, no, this is my worst nightmare on film. But now, as an adult, it is that. But I was still able to sleep. I will say, if you're if you're afraid of this movie but want to see what it's about, I highly recommend ordering food during it and just kind of looking at your phone to see when your sandwich is going to get here because that really took the tension off a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, ah. Oh, He's twenty minutes away. I'll I'll be ready for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm 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 not in a house in 1995. I'm I'm waiting for a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you will. Your brain will be like, "All right, you're scared. Distract yourself. Like, see how much longer is in the movie. Do this. Do that. Uh, but if you want the the best experience, don't just stick with it. It's going to go on too long and you're going to be like, I'm trapped here with these kids and it's, it'll be worth it in the end because God that has one of the most frightening, uh, final shots of any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's scary. I'm ready, I'm ready yeah. for Tyler to watch it. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it just because, and listeners stay tuned. If I'm watching this, we have to do a, uh, a fright light episode Absolutely. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Friday will be coming back uh, when it does. If we obviously we'll do an episode on skin of a rink, uh, I'll be delving in more to the production um, and we'll be getting Tyler's reaction and we'll be, you know, discussing all the sort of things and shots, the ways that the shots made us feel. Um, but that does inspire the conversation that I wanted to have this week. Um, with movies like skin of a rink, which, you know, tapped into like a sort of, like I said, childlike nightmare situation. And there's also uh, Jane Schoenbrum's uh, We're All Going to the World's Fair, which is now streaming on uh, HBO Max, which tapped into 
it it's tagged as a horror film and i would still like i i welcome the the category but it's more of like how uncomfortable and how bewildering the world can be when you're you know someone online i don't know if either of you have seen that yet uh, it's put on my list i have not watched it yet it's it's really interesting and i think she uh, jane Sean brum has like a, a, a fi- her fingers on the pulse of like or their fingers on the pulse of like um what it's like to grow up as a, a kid online uh, and i'm very excited to see what they have coming up next but there's also uh the you know shutter exclusive dead stream which also came out last year as written and directed by joseph and vanessa winter um which like uh, played off the idea of like hey there's this you know, obnoxious internet streamer, YouTuber who's going into the most haunted house in America. Here's their experience. And they play it in a very fun, but frightening way. Um, I I'm seeing a lot of like horror films that aren't really taking the, you know, the a 24 prestige elevated route where it's like, Oh, we adopted a little lamb child. And it actually means (laughs) this, or, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, my boyfriend brought me to Sweden with his friends. And it actually means this. It's like, no, people are just making movies to scare the shit out of other people. And it's working well. Um, so there's also, uh, there's a, (laughs) a five nights at Freddy's movie in development, currently shooting as we speak, uh, through Blumhouse, which I'm actually kind of psyched for. I never played the game. The game seems scary as hell. I know there's a lot of lore behind the game, which is, is kind of interesting. Um, but I mean, for a game that's just about like, oh, I'm a security guard at, you guys can correct me, but it's like you're a security guard at like a, a closed sort of Chuck E. Cheese equivalent. And yeah. all the animatronics are coming alive and trying to kill you. You got um, it. Okay. <laughs> so you, to see, see the announcement. Yeah, sorry, I was supposed to say, did you see the announcement from A24 that they're doing a new, or they're developing the concept of the back rooms yeah. into a horror movie? I just saw that, yeah, yeah. I was going to add, like, yeah. they, they've got, like, Kane Parsons, like, this 17-year-old YouTuber who directed a, a back rooms movie, or a few, I haven't watched them yet, because I didn't know they existed, I'm excited to, but, like, they optioned him for a full-length back rooms movie, like, so a lot of these, like, you know, a lot of horror movies are now moving towards the online age. And I feel like, you know, with us being too online and that sort of thing, it's going to tap into something like both like very familiar, but also something innate. If uh world's fair and skin marink are any indication. Um, so, you know, for the goodie bag this week, I'm, I'm interested. I just thought we'd all just kind of see if we can make a big old cosmic jumbo of a nightmare movie where we recount our most memorable nightmares and see if we can make a feature film out of uh, those elements. Um, so, y'all, what what sort of terrors did you bring? Well, first of all, uh, the honeycomb monsters there. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah the cereal mascot yeah yeah that guy's fucked up yeah that guy's real and he's <laughs> gonna hurt you <laughs> i saw i saw a tweet recently where someone said he walked so gritty can run and now i'm kind of endeared to him <laughs> but yeah you, have you guys seen the the tiktoks of it's in um some spanish-speaking country where you're in a party bus and they have the guys that are dressed up like oh yeah um, it's brazil uh, run 
Brazil running up and doing flips off the bus and stuff yeah. like that. And some guy made a TikTok say, send this to your grandma and tell her it's real. <laughs> that, that'd be a real horror movie. <laughs> it's just like, grandma, these are little demons. Yeah. She'd believe you. Real, real quick, have you seen the TikTok of the lady who said, who's sitting there with her mom and she goes, mom, Jesus was seen <laughs> in the mom. <laughs> Where? What? Where I have seen, <laughs> we'll, we'll watch like, it on Thursday. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> She's so excited. She goes, "Where? Show me, <laughs> show me." <laughs> it's a wolf. Oh um, boy. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of things that were terrified me as a child have recently gotten horror movies. I was afraid of claymation as a kid, and Mad God came out last year. Mm. Oh yeah, I watched Mad yeah. God. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I think now that Winnie the Pooh is um, is out of uh, what you call it, that now anybody can do it. You should. Uh, they should make a movie where you're at school and nothing but a T-shirt, and everybody points and calls you Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I think that would be a good way to use <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Now that <laughs> it's free to use. Was anything stopping you before from making that movie? I think you could. You could invoke yeah, the Disney. name. <laughs> Disney, yeah, Disney was stopping yeah. me from making that. <laughs> well, I mean, you wouldn't be like depicting the image of Winnie the Pooh. It'd be a red T-shirt and nothing else. I think okay. that's that's close enough to the bear that you're eating honey uh, with your hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of a pot that smelled honey. Um, wrong. Uh, another one I have is Kilimanjaro Safari Ride at Animal Kingdom, <laughs> shutting down at the furthest part, like in the ride, yeah, and I'm like, walk. all right, gotta walk. Got walk. <laughs> You'd be like, but the lions. <laughs> um, <laughs> was that not an Idris Elba movie recently? It was an Idris Elba movie recently. But he got to get back in the Kilimanjaro vehicle. <laughs> You're on your own in this nightmare scenario. Yeah, land jaws. Um, <laughs> how about a movie where it's like you're you're a student and you just you're in college. You go your whole semester, you make friends, you go to parties, you make mistakes maybe. And it's just a real coming of a, a building's room, in, if you will. And then the end of the semester yeah. comes and you go, oh, I didn't go to statistics all semester. Oh, no. Yeah. I had I had that dream like last week. Like, it's it's the worst weekly. dream. I have it once Please. a month. Ooh. Yeah. Um, my, my last one I have written is, and this one's pretty specific. It's a movie about reverse parking your car in the busiest Trader Joe's parking lot ever, and somehow every single one of my past teachers are standing there watching. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying movie. <laughs> a, oh. You're at a party, and there's like one guy you know there, and you walk in, and he's busy, and you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? And you're just standing there kind of behind him like in orbit while he's doing something else. <laughs> And he's Can not going to be done anytime soon. And you're just like, can you introduce <laughs> me to someone? <laughs> Skin of a rank has not, did not make me sweat. That has started making me sweat. Like, oh, <laughs> it's terrifying. He's like, oh yeah, hang out with me all night. And you're like, there's a limit to this. Like there's, I'm, I'm past it. He's like, hey, hang out with me. And then he goes to a circle of people and then oh. it's just himself in that circle, introduces himself, then just joins the conversation. Mm. You say your name and no one hears it. <laughs> <laughs> you say it again. And someone said, oh, we heard it the first time. Say, <laughs> so, hey, get in the circle haircut. <laughs> uh. 
shitty party uh, POV the movie. Uh, <laughs> I just have salad snake written down based off the <laughs> <laughs> this I had a nightmare. <laughs> shark in the pool. My brain will not remember things that you know my you know my fiance has said to me four seconds beforehand, but it will hold on to the memory of the nightmare I had the night I saw Space Jam that had the Mars Attacks trailer play before it. Mm, that was scary. It was scary. Sean's Sean Smash Main is Salad Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it was like a big trough of like what looked like coleslaw, and a snake popped out of it. It scared me to death. Wait, is that Mars Attacks? No, <laughs> I never saw Mars Attacks. <laughs> a great film. It freaks me out. Salad Snake is the hardest thing I've ever. <laughs> I'm trying to think of produce names for Big Boss and. Gray Fox now. Broccoli Rob. Uh, (laughs) And I also uh, (laughs) just (laughs) the idea of banging on your door in the middle of the night really freaks me out. Like no thought like scares me more. Um, That is scary. Like, ooh, I hate it. I haven't seen any horror movie really uh, uh, tackle that concept. Um, Even it comes at night doesn't do that. Um, I would like to someone, see someone do that. <laughs> You're saying a movie has not captured the concept of knocking on a door? Well, no, like you know, your sleep, maybe a cabin, alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there. W- I did see knock at the cabin. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it was fine. It was okay. It was just straightforward. It's really good. It's great, Shyamalan. But I made the mistake of going back and reading the ending of the the book that it was based on, and realized that Shyamalan disnified it. But it's I've you know whatever. Um, but like the idea of like you know you're you're sleeping and you're comfortable. You're not you know there are relatively no troubles in your life. Like everything is like pretty self manageable. Whatever, and someone's just like out of nowhere just starts wailing on your door. That freaks me the fuck out. That happens to me all the time, and it's always someone who's like selling a water delivery. Like, I get my water from a. Like, have you guys had water deliverers come no. and knock on your door that's just at eleven you, o'clock no. at night, Tyler? Let's well, see. That's the only during the summer. It's the only time anybody can go outside. Fair enough. I guess that's. It makes sense now that they want to deliver water in the heat of the day. Yeah. I get it multiple times, like at least once a month. Someone's like, "We're in the neighborhood. We're delivering water." Like the big ones, or like just bottles? I don't know. <laughs> I just say I, I get mine from a grocery store. A mouthful. <laughs> I get mine from the sink. What are you buying water for? It comes out. Of the what faucet. are you selling it for? Come over here. Look at this. You turn the faucet on. <laughs> My camera went out. Uh, I don't we lose know why. I think we lost. Oh. Can you hear me? And we can. Yeah, we can hear you now. All right. I'm. Hang on a second. Let me try and fix this. Will moved his camera to I a don't know why crazy angle. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's scary. Oh, boy. One of the I guys don't... supplying Tyler's water was walking in the background and Will had to turn off his camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's enough meat on this bone for a full movie, but I would like to see a movie called Toilet Eel. 
That's always they're making me. cocaine bears. So if they can make eighty minutes out of that, I think toilet eel could do something. There's the dark universe right there. The yeah. <laughs> cocaine bear, <laughs> toilet eel, salad snake. <laughs> like just like oh man, I can Girl. see it right now. It's like you're at a, a fucking not Rotten Tomatoes. What's it called? Plenty of tomatoes. What's the restaurant? You're, to- you're thinking sweet tomatoes. Sweet tomatoes. Sweet tomatoes. Down. Yeah, close down a, during the pandemic. You're at a, a, all of it. A super crackers. Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, okay, so. Down. I don't know. Are there any more buffet places open anymore? Golden, Golden Corral. Corral. Golden Sizzler. Corral. The one, close, the Golden Corral closest to me is closed. Sizzler said with disdain, <laughs> we have a Golden Corral indicator. Sizzler. Okay, so you got Golden snake. Corral, and you just got like an old woman <laughs> just kind of going around, and like a snake just like comes out of the salad, but it's made of the salad, and it just bites her. I don't I think, think anyone's going to be afraid of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty scary. This At is a least, movie no. for one person, and he has grown up. <laughs> <laughs> when did when did Space Jam come out? How old was I? Was I five years old when I saw this in the theaters? What 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 is this? It's just I so closely remember this nightmare with the same night I went to go see Space Jam in theaters, and there's a Mars Attack trailer beforehand. I don't understand the lot. <laughs> Is there a salad snake in Mars Attacks? No, it's just the salad snake nightmare came the night same night that I saw this. It was November 15th, 1996. So I was four years old. That can't be true. How do you know what night it was? Four years old. (laughs) I'm looking at when it was released. So it had to have been like November in 1996. Late November. 1996. Jesus Christ. So I must have been like four years old. And I, I remember going home and like having a, a nightmare that night, and that nightmare stuck with me for so long. Producer Peyton put in the chat. I heard about <laughs> Salad Snake for the first time at seven fifteen this evening, and he introduced it as you know that one dream I have, Salad Snake. <laughs> I thought I told her about Playing it. Playing the hits. It's. <laughs> 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 Before you know, marriage tip, snake. everyone. Before you get married, tell your fiance about all the weird nightmares you have locked up in there. <laughs> Just so he they wakes know. Up in the middle of the night, Sean's in a cold sweat, <laughs> gun in hand. <laughs> I had the salad snake dream again. <laughs> <laughs> After 25 years, I finally got him. <laughs> Sitting in the kitchen, cleaning your rifle, chain smoking. Just... <laughs> <laughs> if I go buy a big Dress- tub of coleslaw, I'm I'm. Not trust which, which is not salad. <laughs> is, I know. I just cabbage and mayonnaise. salad snake, but it's like it was. He was colored like coleslaw. So, so I've been eating giant bowls of coleslaw before every meal. <laughs> oh man! I'll have really the side salad next time, I, next time I see a coleslaw trough. <laughs> Getting disappointed at every place except a barbecue joint when you ask for salad and they bring you a normal salad instead of just coleslaw. Like, I don't think this is salad. <laughs> Where's the mayonnaise? <laughs> Where's the mayonnaise in the shred little this? <laughs> Make it confetti. Uh, oh boy. Well, that's gonna stay with me for the rest of my life. My brain's like holding on to that forever. I honestly, I'd go under an MRI machine, and the doctor will say, "Think of salad snake," and we'll see what activates that part of that brain. And the machine breaks. If, 
and the BBs explode out of you like a bald eagle. <laughs> it's like it's such a close association. If I see one of the Mars from Tim Burton's, one of the Martians, the Mars, Tim Burton's Mars attacks. <laughs> Mom's needs yeah, Mars. I, <laughs> I thought they will call, thought they were call, all called Mars. Uh, <laughs> But if they show me a picture of that, and it sees what part of my brain lights up when I think of the salad snake, that'll that'll unlock a whole lot. One hundred percent of your brain. <laughs> all the it's like all the neurons lit up. We've never seen this before. <laughs> he took the limitless pill. <laughs> if use if you use this power for anything else, you'd be winning a Nobel Prize for it. <laughs> Oh, your, your brain 100% lit up and the temperature of the room got five degrees hotter. The Just light at the mere mention flickered. of salad steak. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, so that's going to be our uh, prestige horror film, in a way. Salad snake. Salad snake. <laughs> um, God, it's already been an hour. Folks, I've been Sean. You can find me on Twitter at that. Nope, you can't. Not anymore. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Sean from Radish and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Uh, I'm Will. You can find me at Will from Radish. <laughs> Maybe at Salad Snake. I want to see who's there. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, look- um, you can find the podcast. While they're looking that up, you can find the podcast online at oh. Radish Pod on Twitter. Does it exist? <laughs> Will just in a picture of Salad Snake. Um, but uh, I didn't know what your Salad was then. So you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Radish Pod, the at sign Radish Pod. Um, what else? Oh, Tyler's question. I got two separate questions, one for each of you. Okay. Uh, let's start with Will. Will, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, Moose Tracks. Good flavor. Good flavor. Sean, your question. If you had to let one of your new cats out the door right now, <laughs> pick pick which cat you have to leave outside the door right now. <laughs> just open up the door and place it outside. Which one? I just watched Knock at the Cabin. That's all this is about. <laughs> I was thinking Fred um, Flintstone I- with a tiger. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be it. It's, the, cat, the cat throws Sean out. Yeah, I'm gonna be put out. <laughs> yeah, my dad These guys are gonna be big. They're gonna beat me up soon. Can't wait. <laughs> my two sons. My two sons. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm putting guys. myself right. out. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Shh.